This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hahn, from Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money, and Patty Cohn of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack canning certificate given away during the show. That certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is Motown. I like that music. Motown. All right. Motown. Nice. Motown, yeah. Hey, Patty, uh, things are just going gangbusters in real estate. Tell us all about it. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I kind of feel like a broken record because I keep saying that. But here we are in September, no lull in the summer like we usually have. And I, and experts are saying it. And I believe it. It's, I, we've never seen a real estate market like this and we'll probably never see it again. Meanwhile, we've got red skies, raging fires, a Trump book hitting every day, the election, the pandemic, the uh, rioting in the streets, um, a divided country, evictions. I mean, crazy stuff were going on, but like real estate is like soaring. So Patty, when you say um, we've never seen a market like this and we'll likely never see it again, explain what you mean by that. Okay, so for example, we've got historic low interest rates. We've got home prices appreciating because of unprecedented low inventory. Um, and, and we've got um, demand. I mean, people are spending more time in their homes, so they're, having, they're all wanting to move up or out or away from a city. It's just the, you know, the dynamics are like no other. And then we had a, a market a, for a short time, a market that was just completely halted. So then everything ripped back up. And typically with real estate, I mean, unlike the 2008 recession, that was real estate driven down now this is now real estate is driving this out of it i mean and we're not even we haven't seen the bottom yet in terms of what's going to happen what's happening in the country you know with evictions in the heels act and whatever's going to be happening but um you know with all the crazy stuff going on napa and sonoma they weren't really most of the bay area wasn't impacted the last couple weeks in august by the fires they just weren't and unemployment going down too What's that? Unemployment rates seem to be dropping. You know, yes. all the stats coming out. Yes, yes. There's, there's still a lot. That obviously, we're still trying. I mean, we had another stutter step this week in reopening. Um, you know, we're in Marin County, and we've been waiting for the gyms to open. And, and we all belong to gyms. And, and they've been saying, you know, two weeks ago, they thought they were going to reopen, and they got paused. And then they were going to open this week, and they got paused. And, and that's just, you know, that's just a small sample size. But a lot of you know restaurants. A lot of businesses are still waiting to open. So there's still a lot of economic hardship going on. And what's interesting is that because of even though unemployment is um, uh, the unemployment rate has been uh, shrinking, it, there's still talk out there and expectations from a a, a group 
of, of real estate investors that are still waiting for that um, real estate recession to hit, for, for there to be a significant dip in prices. I know I'm seeing in my Google News feeds, I'm seeing a lot of you know, predictions <clears throat> from people who I think are hopeful that uh, there'll be a, a buying opportunity sometime in, in maybe 2021. Patty, are you hearing or seeing anything that might indicate that, you know, California might face, you know, downward pressure on prices that we might actually cycle into something where there might be a, a significant price reduction? Or, or do you just think that the metrics don't, don't, uh, don't support that, that prediction? Well, I mean, all bets are off in a lot of ways because there's such crazy things going on in the world. But at the same time, a lot of real estate is driven by amount of inventory because that's supply and demand. Yeah. That's all of it. The supply, the demand outranks supply. Outranks well, let me ask you that, Patty. So how much. many, so far, I don't know what the, what the numbers are yet, but uh, for all the fires that are going on in California, how many homes have been lost? I, I don't know. Does anyone know that? Because I remember it was you know over five thousand in Santa Rosa uh, when they had the major yeah. fires there. But I don't think the number is in the thousands yet, but you know we've already gone over the highest acreage of of of, of fire ever um, in in a single year this season, and we still got several months to go. Right, a couple of months to go anyway for, for fire season. So. No telling how bad it's going to get, you know, and every day it seems like a new fire starts somewhere else. So it, it you know, we could be talking on this show uh, four, four to six weeks from now and be lamenting over, you know, thousands of, uh, of additional homes having been lost. I mean, we just, you know, it's, it's really hard to know. And this could be an annual thing. So, you know, looking forward, you know, California, I mean, we've already had now two major fire seasons in the last three years where we lost you know, a combined total of probably about close to 10,000 homes mm -hmm. and less than a third of those homes have been rebuilt. So add the homes this year, uh, homes in future years, fires. California is just completely inept when it comes to local governments um, uh, approving of the rebuilding of homes. So to that extent, to the extent that that continues, I think, Patty, you're right. The supply is going to remain low. Uh, we're not even going to rebuild the homes we lose uh, at the same rate and demand, regardless of how many people move out of California, there's still demand for homes. It's yeah. still the demand outweighs population changes, people moving out, people getting fed up with how expensive it is in the Bay Area and moving to Texas, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I just I don't see there. Um, I, just, I can't imagine right now the combination of of facts that would result in a 30% decline in, in California real estate prices, unless, you know, yet another black swan event, uh, uh, you know, would befall us. Okay. When we come back, we're going to uh, get into a couple of emails we received for our uh, co-hosts here. Uh, first trivia question is, uh, one of Motown's classiest 60s acts were the Miracles. What word completes the Miracles song titled The Tears of a Blank? What was that <laughs> final word? All right. Uh, email Edward at Sports Econ. Sports Econ, that's my other show. <laughs> email, phone 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate. I want to make a quick mention here also from Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. They are open for pickup or delivery. Best pizza in town. 
I love that. I just just saying that makes my mouth water because the Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael, excellent pizza. All right, stay so with the us. word donut. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hunt, Nam Phan, and Patty Cohen. First trivia question, uh, talking Motown. One of Motown's classiest 60s acts were the Miracles. What word completes the Miracles song titled The Tears of a... Patty, what's the word? Clown. Love that song by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. All right, email time here. Um, Patty, this kind of fits right into what you were talking before. Is there a lot of impulse buying going on right now due to COVID and, uh, you know, people thinking that they need more space, working from home, et cetera? Like, is it an impulse buy? Yeah, I guess you would call it impulse. I mean, people are just very clear about what they want. And they're going after it. And the interesting, what I love about this market is that the tire kickers are gone. Like they're not, you know, oh, maybe I'll buy something now. Maybe I won't. They know what they want. And the the sellers that are not really sellers are gone. So it's, and, and all of the other stuff that, we did that was really more of a listing tool, meaning like, oh, well, I'll do this for you. But it, I mean, we know it's not going to really sell your house, like an open house yeah. or certain yeah. things. We don't have to do anymore because it doesn't sell yeah. houses. So people uh-huh. are that are serious know they have to have a mask on. And it's, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's impulse. Like, I don't know how long these people were looking, but I mean, I'm working with a couple right now. They're first time buyers and um, we bid on a home in Nevada yesterday. There were five offers. They were really brave. They went 80,000 over asking. The asking price was 849. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in San Marin, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. And they, it was between them and another person and they didn't get it. Um, seven day, you know, seven day for inspections, 15 days for loan and they didn't get it. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was the heartstring kind of thing, like residential real estate. They, they both wrote, wrote the love letter, but the seller went with the guy in a walker who wanted the grab bars that were there or whatever. And it wasn't even the highest price. But anyway, the point is they, they were first time buyers. They're moving from Portland and they, they work, one of them works for a corporation and, she knows she can work from home and um, the corporation's based up in Portland and they're, they're just very clear. I want to go to Marin. Well, and they were go, go, I mean, Mark. I counseled them and they did it. There, Mark, there you go. Wow. Somebody moving into California. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> well, they're leaving maybe, Portland. I know. I was going to say, maybe because of downtown Portland, what's kind of the craziness that's going on there, they want to kind of get away from that. Yeah. Well, Patty, how do, how do people get a hold of you if they're interested in uh, real estate questions? Oh, okay. So it's Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm at 415-722-4842. And I can be reached at email, patty, P-A-T-T-I dot Cohn, C-O-H-N, at compass.com. And just out today, I have graphs and charts for every county in the nine Bay areas of uh, what's going on, like number of the inventory, the sales. You can look at historical charts from 10 years back. Um, You know, basically 
prices, time on market, list price to sales price, um, how much inventory, comparatively speaking. Happy to email them to anybody that wants them. Very good. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Mark and Nam, uh, email comes in. It says, how can you afford to pay a preferred yield of 9% in your new Pacific Southwest note fund when the preferred yield is 7% for the Pacific Private Money Fund? So this is someone who had uh, listened to our show uh, the last couple of weeks and heard that the uh, new fund is paying a 9% preferred yield. <laughs> Well, Edward could even take that one. Mm-hmm. Nam and I were going, which, who, who, which one of us want to answer that? Um, but uh, Edward, you're a co-manager along with myself and our, our newest uh, collaboration um, at Pacific Private Money. We, um, uh, we met this gentleman a year ago who for 20 years has been investing in seller carryback notes. He's had a company that at one time, uh, uh, I think they bought close to 50,000 seller carryback notes uh, over their 20 year history. Uh, and he was looking to raise additional capital. I guess he sold that company years ago and, and had a smaller practice, uh, but then got the idea of raising capital again uh, to ramp up the business again, because he saw that seller carryback notes uh, were uh, a great investment. Uh, and these are mostly in Texas and surrounding states. And if you're a California investor, you don't probably come across too many situations where someone sells a piece of real estate and carries back a note. I mean, pretty much in California, most transactions are, you know, you, you get bank financing, you put a down payment, a 10 to 20% down, you buy the house. But in other states, especially where a lot of your home buyers are, don't bank qualify and there's a higher uh, population of immigrants, let's say. A lot of those people make good money, but they don't have credit uh, uh, and they don't uh, generally qualify for bank financing. And there's just a, a, a significantly higher percentage of homes in Texas and other states sell where the uh, homeowner, whether he's a builder uh, or an investor or just a, just a straight seller, will carry back uh, a 20, 25, 30 year note at maybe 6%. And you know, that person makes the monthly payments. But as the years go by, that note holder goes, you know what, um, you know, either there's a life event, a divorce, sickness, they want to turn that note into ready cash. And there are very few opportunities to do that. But some companies specialize in that. And then and so Mark Brown, who we met a year ago, uh, specializes in buying seller carryback notes uh, at a discount. And he's good. He's a great negotiator. Got a great track record. He's got great software for identifying uh, uh, candidates that he sends mailers out to. Long story short, um, we can buy notes. Let's say it's uh, got a hundred thousand dollars left on the note. Uh, it's not unusual to buy that note uh, at a discount for say sixty-five thousand dollars. And what that does is that ex- that that increases significantly the yield. It takes a six percent yield and, and boosts it up to. Uh, anywhere from uh, 10 to 12 percent on average, sometimes even higher. And so, um, we uh, we have put this fund together to to purchase these notes. And so far, we've uh, I don't know how much we've raised. We're uh, just under a million dollars now, but we're get we're uh, uh, got a lot of interest. Got a lot of interest in this one because it because we're operating out of Texas. Um, we're able to create yields that you really won't see in California. California, it's so competitive here for money that uh, most mortgage funds in California uh, pay, you know, under 8%. And uh, this is a Texas-based fund, uh, uh, and, and for, uh, for us it allows 
are outside of California investors to invest in a product that they don't have to pay California state taxes on, which is kind of neat too. So it's a very interesting fund. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more about it in more greater detail in our, our webinar, um, uh, which is available. We just did our webinar uh, a couple of days ago. It's uh, available to download a copy of, um, and we also have flyers and more information on it. But bottom line is, is that it's uh, it's a very unique and interesting uh, strategy for, um, uh, for earning higher yields on your money. And for more information? For more information, uh, our website, pacificprivatemoney.com. That's pacificprivatemoney.com. Go to our Invest tab. You can see now we've got uh, four ways to invest. Uh, and the Pacific Southwest Note Fund is our newest addition. Very good. All right. A second trivia question. The 60s saw the creation of many classic Motown songs. Which Motown act had a hit with Bernadette in the mid-60s? Stay with us. Professor Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Patty Cohen, Mark Honf, and Nam Fond. Second trivia question. The 60s saw the creation of many classic Motown songs. Which Motown act had a hit with Bernadette? <laughs> oh. Who was that? Katie? What's that? Nope. The Four mm-hmm. Tops. Four yeah. Tops. All right. Uh, Noam, give us a deal of the week, please. Yeah. So this is deal of the week. Actually, this one just came in uh, this week, and um, it's it's a speed drill for us. So at Pacific Private Money, you know, we're alternative lenders. Um, we are often Plan B for borrowers when Plan A, which is conventional financing, uh, isn't an option. In this case, it was an option, but the lender, the non-QM lender, kind of dragged their feet a little bit and caused uh, the loan approval process and, and funding for this gentleman to get delayed. In the meantime, he has earned his money deposit at stake. And you know, as Patty mentioned, and as we've talked about over the last several weeks, this is a hot market. So if you're in escrow on a if you're in escrow on a purchase and you're the borrower, if something happens, there's a high likelihood that you that that seller has somebody else waiting in the wings to step in if you can't close. And in this case, the person's uh, earnest money deposit was in jeopardy because they were their loan was taking longer to fund and they were going to get a notice to perform, meaning they stood the chance of losing their earner's money deposit if they couldn't close on time. So this person came to us, we have six days to close this loan, and which is very fast. We, we uh, don't like to operate in such a speed drill, but we can, and we've, uh, we've done it consistently. So we're going to close this loan in six days. It's for almost a million dollars. And just, just to give you perspective, I mean, this borrower, if, if they didn't have us as an option, Number one, they lose their earnest money deposit, which is not an insignificant amount. Number two is, um, in this case, the person's already uh, has to vacate the current residence that they're in. Uh, I don't remember if it was a property that they, they sold or that they're renting and they need to move out, but 
get them close, they're gonna they're not gonna have a place to live. I mean, this person's option is to rent a hotel room if they're even still available. So that's where Pacific private money is is a really important plan B option that that not only realtors but mortgage brokers need to know about. And that's that if you can't if your conventional loan gets stalled or falls through, especially in this market, you really need to have a plan B alternative lender in place. And uh, again, it's just fire drill for us. It's a six day close, um, but uh, we'll be able to pull it off and uh, save this transaction. Again, it's gonna be a short term loan because they're gonna be able to get a conventional loan uh, and refinance out of ours probably within three or four months. So if you are in a situation in this market where you either need to buy before you sell or something's happening with your conventional loan, experiencing a hiccup, give us a call. And that's at 415-883-2150. Or you can go, our, go to our website, uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Very good. And then, uh, Patty, you have any other news for us? Yeah, just that it's crazy out there. It's uh, <laughs> buy now. <laughs> buy now. You, know, you had mentioned, Patty, earlier, you said, because um, I was just I, I was just checking out one of my favorite blog, um, real estate uh, blog sites, and you mentioned, uh, you know, the market's crazy and we've never seen anything like it. And uh, here's a here's a um, national website because we like to talk sometimes California or even the Bay Area. This is a national website that's saying with mortgage rates hitting historic lows, home prices appreciating, affordability rising and the market recovering like no other. 2020 has been quite a year for real estate, perhaps one we've never seen before and may never see again. And one of the things they were pointing out, and this is nationally, and this I actually didn't realize, this surprised me. According to the housing recovery, the housing market recovery index by Realtor.com, the market has now surpassed pre-pandemic levels and regained the strength we saw uh, from February of this year. So yeah. it's really, it's not just a California phenomena, it's a nationwide phenomena home prices, uh, residential home prices. And, you know, and let's, let's, uh, let's to back up just a second. Commercial real estate is getting a lot of press and, and, uh, and, you know, uh, multifamily because, you know, rents aren't being paid, uh, large apartment buildings and, and, uh, owners who are having trouble collecting rents and they can't kick people out now because of, uh, you know, restrictions on evictions, et cetera. In the commercial real estate market, there's there's a lot of distress right now, but in residential real estate, and residential real estate uh, comprises the vast majority of real estate transactions in America, and it's the one that most individuals are involved with. You know, commercial real estate's a very small subset of investors. It's really the big boys. Um, but uh, for those of us, you know, for the majority of the people who listen to this show, who are basically what we would consider retail investors, homeowners, home buyers, people concerned with their investments uh, and their money, um, you know, residential real estate, super strong. Uh, and at Pacific Private Money, we offer four different investment strategies, all backed by primarily single family residential real estate. And so that's why we've been consistent. We did not have a stutter step through the last six months of this pandemic with um, our investment strategies or our investments. We did not have a stutter step on our yields. Uh, we've, you know, we've had to spend a little bit more time uh, coddling our borrowers to get them to pay, uh, but for the most part they're paying. And so we don't have a distressed portfolio and we don't have um, 
uh, distress in in our business model. So it's uh, uh, and many companies like ours are experiencing that that same core strength. So I feel pretty blessed that we ended up in an industry that uh, we did not have to shut down uh, during the pandemic. We've been able to keep our doors open. We've been able to uh, write loans. We've been able to help home buyers get into their next home. And we've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of our private clients earn exceptional, reliable, and well above market returns on their savings and investments um, with uh, safety and security features that you just don't find elsewhere. And let's face it, uh, everything the press says, and the Fed has come out and said it, they expect these low interest rates to go on for the next several years. Wow. Nobody uh, that I'm reading is is predicting six or seven or eight percent mortgage rates anytime soon um, that we're going to be in this three to four percent range uh, for for years to come all right uh we're going to cut to our third commercial break trivia question motown is the uh topic motown producer produced excuse me many great dance tracks in the 60s one of the best was junior walker's roadrunner what was the name of junior walker's backing band on this song in other words, Junior Walker, et cetera. Oh. Like, like Michael, like, you know. I, think I remember. Like Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, call 888 912 First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing, where you are going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen, Mark Honf, and Nam Bond. Uh, third trivia question. Motown produced many great dance tracks in the 60s. One of the best was Junior Walker's Roadrunner. What was the name of Junior Walker's back <clears throat> band on that song? All-Stars? Yes, very good. Junior Walker and wow. All-Stars. In my head. Right. Hey, wait a minute. You're not old enough to know that. Um, no, I think I'm showing something here. <laughs> uh, Noam, uh, you wanted to continue on about interest rates. Yeah. So in the last segment, Mark was talking about uh, rates and, and the article that talked about rates being low for the next several years. Uh, what's interesting is, you know, pre-COVID, we were going to a lot of uh, conventions every year. And uh, every year they'd say, hey, rates are going to go up at some point, but not in the next two years. And that trend will continue now, I think, for the next <laughs> six or so. Who knows? But the uh, there was an interesting stat. There was an article, I think it was in Inman, where the purchasing power of borrowers, of home buyers, had increased, and, and this is a core logic stat of 6.9% because of the low rates. Uh, however, the home prices are either just at that same level, so canceling out the purchasing power that, that borrowers have because of the low rates. Redfin saw home prices rise in the markets in which they operate 8.2%, 8, so it's negated the 6.9% uh, increase in buyer purchasing power. Um, so, you know, this, like you're talking about a hot market and it's low inventory, uh, well-qualified <laughs> buyers 
and low rates that's created this perfect storm of, of like this frothy market we're in. Except, um, I wonder if San Francisco is still seeing that kind of, or seeing a frothy market because from what we are reading, there's a lot of people moving out of the cities. Patty, do you know, uh, can you comment on that? Yeah, for sure there are people leaving the big cities um, and particularly San Francisco. Um, people, you know, uh, families with kids, um, all ages, not necessarily just kids. And particularly in addition, um, for more than just COVID reasons, what's actually suffering the most is the condos. Because in yeah. the city, you're paying really high condo fees and you're getting a lot of um, amenities, but you're not going to be using them during COVID. One, they might be shut down, but even when they're open, you're not necessarily going to be hanging onto that machine or in that pool after who knows who was there. Well, and it's have, uh, small yeah. amount of space too. A lot of space. Yeah, a, small and, amount, a small amount of space. Oh, oh exactly. It's tight. Yeah. It's really tight. And the other thing about it is because of some of those problems with the leaning buildings and all that, there's this kind of stigma with the condos south of market and the, lo- the big towers. So those are, mm-hmm. you know, those were multi-million dollar purchases and they're really not doing well. So mm-hmm. do you know how much they've dropped in price? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can find out for the next time. Okay. Um, but people are not touching them. And and in general, the, the city's the city's kind of soft. Yeah. So when people um, hear, and there has been press about home prices dropping in San Francisco, really the the um, the story behind the story is single family residential properties in San Francisco are not dropping in price. Condos are dropping in price. And there has been an actual building surge in condominiums over the last five years in San Francisco. And a lot of those have come on the market now. And Patty, as you pointed out, there's a lot of people who are looking to, you know, to leave their condos because now they're just, they're, they're not as compelling to live in, in the age of, of COVID. So um, it, uh, San Francisco is because of the condo market, uh, dropping there that's the that's the the outlier in all of california where if you look at city of san francisco home prices it would lead you to believe that oh well prices are dropping that's a harbinger for the rest of california well no it's not it's not a harbinger for anything other than uh townhomes and condominiums and tic's in san francisco which there are an abundance of uh there is a movement away from those homes but single family residential is is still pretty strong and I have to imagine it'll swing back the other way because people are going to buy wherever, Sonoma County as yep. an example, and their kids can can go to school remote. Uh, at some point, uh, what's, what's going to happen? I mean, are they going to have to go back to the school district if they want to stay in that school? Uh, I mean, there's some really good schools in San Francisco that these families move to the city specifically for in addition to their work. Where, you know, are these schools going to say, okay, you can continue to be a remote student or do you have to go to the classroom? And so I think there's going to be an attraction back to San Francisco when all of this is over because of the, the, the things like school districts and, and, and jobs. Um, so maybe this is kind of a, not a knee-jerk reaction, but uh, maybe taking advantage of, you know, what's in front of people right now, which is, hey, I can work remote. My kids can go to school remote. It's all I know for today. And you know we'll we'll cross that bridge of do we can we move back or should we move yeah, back? Yeah, because I don't think it's know, I don't think it's when, going to last that long. 
Yeah. You know, it, it'll it'll yeah. come back very similar to uh, businesses that are having people work from home and then they're going to find out that they're just not that productive and they're going to have them come back. In yeah. The office. Yeah. Maybe that's what the caller meant when they asked about impulse purchases. Yeah. <laughs> that is, um, it's going to change. We all know it's going to change. And you can't just, if you're not in the, if your home is not in the school district where you're paying taxes, it's not going to be, oh yeah, come on over. You know, you, right. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll get a vaccine and things will change. It's, there's so many unknowns, but a, a, a major house purchase, it shouldn't really be impulse. Uh, no, but, yeah. but there's also a lot of people buying second homes, too. Yes, there are. Yes, yes. That could, yeah, that could be what it is. Hey, I'll, I'm going to buy a Sonoma. I'm going to keep my whatever condo or house in San Francisco, and I'll move back when I can. In the meantime, I've got a home to go to, and plus they're buying boats and, you know, all kinds of boats, or RVs, RVs, bikes. Yeah, yeah. bikes. Yeah, those are all uh, flying off the shelf. I just wanted to pivot back just a moment on something Nam was saying at the beginning of this segment where he was saying, you know, purchasing power has been going up because of lower interest rates. Here's a numerical example of that. Uh, based on recent declines in interest rates, they're saying home buyers on a $2,500 monthly budget can afford $33,000 more of a home. That's the good news. The bad news, nationwide home prices are up 8%. July over July, so it kind of cancels that out. So, you know, it's, uh, it, yeah, so sometimes you can't win for losing. <laughs> but uh, still, it's just, it's amazing. No one, no one could have foreseen uh, the housing market um, behaving the way it is. In a way, it's really, I, I know it's disappointed a lot of real estate investors um, who were waiting for buying opportunities. I, I look at those guys who spend a lot of money getting themselves set up to to go on a uh, on a sale spree for for buying foreclosures, kind of like um, the uh, those who have been waiting for the stock market to drop or for Tesla to drop or something. You know, those short sellers out there who've lost their shirts, and I know a few of them personally. So it's uh, it's been a very very interesting market, very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't have a uh, trivia question, so um, we have just a couple more minutes, and then we're uh, going to cut to our thoughts for the day at the uh, next segment. Well, we can give our information again. Yeah, give your information again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I cover all of the Bay Area. I'm Patty Cohn with Compass, and I've been selling residential real estate for 32 years. I've sold more listings in Marin County than 99.3% of the 1,600, 1600 agents here. And I can be reached at wow. patty, P-A-T-T-I dot com, C-O-H-N at compass.com. Very good. And Mark and Nam, real quickly. Yeah, give us a call at 415-883-2150. And our website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. All right, stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown.
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Bond and Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Uh, Nam, before we cut for our thoughts of the day, uh, you guys had a webinar, and uh, you yeah. want to let people know if they missed it, how to get a hold of the information. Yeah, we had a great turnout. We had uh, over 100 people register for it. Uh, a lot of them are existing investors and new investors. We've been uh, promoting our various funds for several months now uh, on the radio show and uh, on the internet. Um, so if you missed the webinar, then you can still um, register to see a video recording of it. And uh, to do that, just go to our website uh, at uh, pacificprivatemoney.com, go to the events page and you can actually click on the register button and uh, We'll get you. Uh, we'll send you the, a recording of it. Um, you can also call into the office at 415-883-2150, and we can uh, send you a um, copy with, if we can get your email address. Yeah, just to reiterate, the webinar covered four yeah. different mortgage-backed fund opportunities that we now offer at Pacific Private Money. We've been doing these webinars for years and doing live events with uh, Edward, myself as MC, talking about the Pacific Private Money Fund, which we launched in 2013, which has now been successfully distributing between seven and a half and eight percent to its members for over seven years now. And in the last 12 months, we uh, we started two uh, collaborations for two new funds, the Southwest Note Fund and the North Star Fund, which is our construction lending fund. Then we also opened up uh, an exciting fund internally called the Freedom Fund, which is, uh, behaves a lot like a money market account for an investor in that they can invest. Uh, it does have a higher minimum of 250000 but uh, they can invest uh, and there's no lockup uh, enforced. So you can keep your money in there for you know, 30, 60, 90 days while you're waiting for another investment to opportunity. And meanwhile, we borrow that money to fund loans that we sell right away that, uh, that we turn over. So just a lot of details about these uh, four different funds and how you can earn uh, uh, preferred returns of 7, 8, uh, or 9%. Um, and uh, higher yields than that uh, with a profit split. Again, the details are, are in that webinar, or you can call us. We have flyers. We've got the offering memorandums. Um, the one caveat for all of our uh, fund investment opportunities is that you must be an accredited investor, and you must qualify uh, to be able to invest. Um, but uh, assuming that you meet that threshold, it's, uh, it's an opportunity for you to look at a, a diversified menu of investment opportunities that are paying um, higher yields than you're going to find in most investment opportunities. So for more information, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right. So I've got a, before our thoughts for the day, I've got a, a, a couple of puns and jokes kind of lighten up the mood here. So uh, what is heavier, water or butane? Water, because butane is a lighter fluid. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And uh on that note. You like that one? Okay. And uh today's pun, why can't you date Kate and Edith at the same time? Because you can't have your Kate and Edith too. <laughs> Isn't that no. All right, and now we go on to our thoughts for the day. I recently added squats to my workouts by moving the beer to the bottom shelf of the refrigerator. <laughs> and you know what? Doing nothing is very hard to do. You know why? Because you never know when you're finished. 
<laughs> and I love work. I could sit and watch it for hours. All right. Uh, to <laughs> next week to the best of investing, we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.